Bill, according to our records, you're dead. I'm what? Casting from the deep depths of cyberspace, this is Darn IT Podcast, Cybersecurity Made Simple. And I'm your host, Darnie G, Chief Technical Architect of Darn IT Group. Thank you for listening for this episode, episode 13, Safe Computing for Today's Work from Home Force. Now, I know most of you are probably listening to this sitting at home, but we are undergoing a pandemic right now across the world. So no matter where you are right now, there must be something in the news in terms of this COVID-19 disease. And it begs the question, most of us who are working from home have to go through some sort of shift in the way we do business and we conduct business. And if you're a part of a team, or you're an entrepreneur, or you're a business owner or a leader, understanding that the way we're doing business right now is changed. And we all know that comes with an element, a huge element of risk. Now, we've heard it all about the proper things to do while working from home, things you should do, things you shouldn't do when it comes to protecting yourself. But I really want to think about and talk about some of the things that the normal everyday person should consider while working from home. So some businesses may not have internal IT teams or an IT person to support them. And that makes things a bit more complicated for the entire business. If you're a business owner, you're not exactly um, fully aware of the different complexities with security. But this podcast, we're just going to sort of go over the essentials. We won't go too deep in terms of um, the specifications of security from working from home, but we'll go over the fundamentals uh, checklist, as you will, of things you should be looking at if you're working from home. And if you are, these are the things that you should make note of and take into consideration today and moving forward while you're operating online. Now, the first thing I want to talk about is with phishing. Now, I'm sure you've probably heard this already, probably beaten to a pulp, but this is where most of the cybercrime happens is through email. And email is the form of communication that we all use every day of our lives. It's become the new norm and the communication method. Now, understand that cyber criminals know this. They realize this is the best attack surface to compromise a business, especially when most of the workforce may be working at home, where there's other variables that come into play that could potentially affect a company, given the fact that we, most companies would have to have had a plan in place to make everyone remote and may not necessarily have the security safeguards in places. And speaking from experience, I know there are some businesses who have remote users, but don't have the proper safeguards in place through email transmission that can potentially affect them. So understand that phishing is a key thing. The first thing I wanted to highlight and spreading that awareness in yourself is fundamentally true because understand that you can't always believe everything that you see. We know the COVID-19 coronavirus pandemic is affecting all of us, no matter where you are in the world it's gonna affect all of us. Now understand that 
you have to take every single email that you receive, if it's of importance, into consideration. And previous podcasts, or maybe some posts I've done in the past, talks about making sure that any email that has some sort of urgency involved, uh, you don't believe it unless verifying. And there's ways to verify. If you have a person you can call, a, a manager, supervisor, colleague, um, to basically affirm that that email is true, or if you receive an email from your banking institution, your gym, anything in terms that would ask you to enter certain credentials into a website or a link, these things need to be checked. And the way to do that is if you call the organization through the website, do not take the information from the email itself, do your due diligence, open up a web browser and, and type in that company name and get the contact information directly from the website versus actually taking whatever is from the email. And getting into this practice is very key. I understand that it does take some time. Uh, it's, it's a bit time consuming and you may think you're wasting your time, but think about if this was a phishing email, a real phishing email that stole your identity, stole your credentials. I can tell you from the victims that have crossed my desk over the many years that it's a much harder task to reclaim your identity than it is to pick up the phone and call the company to make sure that that is what they're asking for. And that little bit of verification will and can go a long way. The next thing here to consider from the work from Homer, Homer, <laughs> the work from home force is firewalls. Now, firewalls are known for any cybersecurity or any individual who's heard the term, but firewalls will help protect the edge of the network. It's not the end all be all, let me make that clear, but it's that layer of protection that you must have at home in order to protect you. Now, how does a firewall look like? Well, it's not an expensive device necessarily that you put on your network. It could either be a piece of software or a piece of hardware that you install on the edge of your network to protect you from intruders and making sure that you have the right uh, tools in place to do that will be key. But fundamentally, um, there are some free firewalls out there, um, some that I can recommend um, that are free that you can install on your devices is either from Komodo or from Sophos. Uh, they have some, some great um, home licensing that you can use uh, either for free or for a very low price that you can put on a um, specific piece of hardware um, or you can put it on your device that you use itself, either that be your, your laptop, desktop, or tablets, and that will give you that layer of protection for your devices because we all know at home, you have a lot of uh, internet of things, IOT devices, smart, smart speakers, things that are connected to the internet at all times. Now, which brings me to the next point is having separate networks. And what I mean by separate networks, well, understand that all the information that gets transmitted or flows um, over a network, um, everything that's on that particular network can access and see that 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 um, flow of information and understanding having a separate network altogether that means either through a different uh, subnet or through a, a completely different connection altogether will actually help the 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 information be segmented so that will stop snoopers if you're 
if your um, home network is very weak and potentially gets um, hijacked or someone uses the IoT device to compromise your network, it won't necessarily go over your work network. So having two separate networks is very key, um, very easy to set up on some of the, the more um, expensive home routers, not the very cheap ones for, you know, you see there for like 20 to 40 dollars you'll start seeing routers that are um it's over you know 150 dollars that will have these capabilities built in and that's something that you can look for in terms of uh, segmenting that traffic to protect you another big key thing here that a lot of home users do not do is updating their computers um the the problem that a lot of home users do is they keep hardware that's you know about six years old uh or even ones that are even new but they don't do the updates. They don't do the Windows or Mac updates on their computers and they become um, vulnerable due to the the vulnerabilities that are not been patched with the, the latest security updates for both operating systems. And yes, Macs are just as susceptible of getting viruses and infections as PCs. If you don't think that's the case, and I would highly recommend you do your research because I've heard this from numerous uh, Mac lovers that, that Mac... OS users or iOS users are immune. Uh, yes, I understand that Mac operating systems are more, more closed sourced uh, versus um, Microsoft systems. However, understanding that no one is immune to cybercrime, it's very key for every person who uses any sort of computing device to get, get the latest updates for their devices, just to be assured that they will not be attacked or jeopardized in any way, especially when it comes to maintaining your business and protecting your digital assets. So keep that in mind um, as you meander through this uh, pandemic, making sure that your devices have the latest updates. Uh, Microsoft releases updates um, the second Tuesdays of every, every month. So just make sure that you be cognizant of that and put that on your calendar to make sure that you do have the latest updates on your Microsoft systems as soon as possible. And seeing as the majority of businesses use uh, Microsoft products, this is why I'm highlighting that aspect. Uh, VPNs, uh, virtual private networks, uh, internally and externally is very key as well. Um, in terms of what I mentioned earlier about separating traffic, having a, a separate VPN, a virtual network inside your, your actual home network is key in protection. But as well as if you happen to work outside your home, um, making sure you have a reputable VPN. Um, some There are a lot of free VPNs out there, free VPN clients out there, but really those could potentially steal your information and are very untrustworthy. Um, so keeping in mind that um, a lot of these um, these providers out there that are paid, they're very minimal, minimal fees, can go a long way when protecting you while operating in public networks. Uh, and I don't advise running your computer, connect your, your device to any public networks at any time because of the vulnerability aspect of that. Now, the other thing too, is a lot of home users don't realize is that as a family, if you have spouses, children, relatives, you may have a computer that you use for work that may be accessible to other people. Keep this in mind while you're doing that. Um, don't give your child your, your laptop. Don't let them access any work-related computers. The best thing to do here to make sure that you are um, practicing safe computing is to use a dedicated device for your business and your business only. I know sometimes it's hard for people um, in terms of budget reasons to not have uh, more than one computer, but really to sort of flatten the curve, to steal that from the pandemic, to flatten the curve of risk, you must understand that you have to 
be cognizant that the actual device itself can get compromised even if it's on a separate account and infect the entire hard drive, which will include your work. So making sure that you have a separate computer altogether or not make your family or children use your work computer will help minimize the risk to your, your organization or to your work uh, if you use a separate computer altogether. Now, the different software you can use to protect your business, um, a, lot of, a lot of people do not uh, see this as an important aspect, but like what I mentioned earlier about the local firewall, there are applications that you can use um, on your computer, the computers themselves, um, you know, software um, like um, the ones that we recommend for a lot of our home users, um, Bitdefender, uh, Kaspersky, uh, depending on your application, those are some great applications that we use here at Darn IT Group um, f- for recommendations for our home users. But understand that that having something robust that has the antivirus protection, the firewall protection, user protection, uh, the safes and all that is very key to make sure that your device is protected no matter where you are. But most importantly, something updated and protected daily to minimize the risk of your computer against cyber threats. If you want to communicate with somebody, email is great, but there are other ways to communicate to your team. Uh, programs um, through major um, providers like Microsoft and Google, for example, um, have various messaging apps like Hangouts or Teams that you can communicate with various users without using email. This makes things so much easier to collaborate. Um, but you have other messaging apps like Slack that are also um, very key as well. And uh, we here at Darn IT Group actually now have a Switzerland-based private internet software that you can communicate um, called uh, Priva that can communicate just kind of like WhatsApp, but without all the cyber risks and the the breaches that's happened over time with WhatsApp, the best option that we can offer to give the most robust, secure messaging services um, to our clientele. But understanding that this will help minimize some of the communication chatter through emails that email is inherently not secure so the best way of the best way about this is to actually use a program that would have a better sort of source of collaboration but at the same time um, have the company's best interests in mind and lastly the whole aspect of privacy comes up i'm not going to get into the thick of it but understand that the privacy is a big concern for any home users because you have to understand that um, as you're accessing um, databases, systems, uh, remoting into your work, that um, you're actually tunneling in your computer into your organization that could also add elements of risk. So keeping that information, depending on the type of sector you're working in, um, let's say medical or financial, for example, uh, there's a lot of um, uh, private information that is up on the screen. So being at home and accessing that information um, could potentially bring you into a for uh, into a, a breach scenario or into a leak scenario. Uh, if your device isn't properly uh, secured, that uh, cyber criminals can access your system through these resources to obtain that information. And that could be a huge privacy violation uh, if that does happen. So keep that in mind uh, while you're accessing these systems to make sure that your device is up to date, secure, and you have the right uh, programs and systems in place to help mitigate some of those risks. 
And also along with that too, uh, sometimes you may print some documents, you may print some information at home and destroying the actual physical documents is also key. You may have just tossed in the blue bin, uh, put it in the side of the curb and what could happen is um, what I call them dumpster divers can actually go in and take that information out of your, your, your blue bins or your recycling bins and could take that information out of those um, bins. So I know we're all trying to do our part here for the environment, but keep in mind, any sensitive information should be shredded uh, at once. If you don't have a shredder, you should buy one right away. Or there are lots of um, disposal companies, uh, shredding companies that could dispose your information confidentially and reduce the amount of uh, privacy concerns uh, with your physical documentation as well. So keep that in mind while you're destroying or printing out documents that could potentially fall into the wrong hands. So th this is just a great overview with the um, the home users. I know I didn't get too deep into the, the specific details, but understand that we must take the proper steps at home, uh, even though we're outside the office, that we must take that extra responsibility to assure that we have taken everything into consideration. We're doing, we're crossing all of our T's and dotting our I's just to get that reassurance that we are making sure that we are having a proper cyber uh, proper cyber hygiene like we have to have a proper biological hygiene. So just keep that in mind while you're operating in cyberspace that is just as important as operating out in the biological world that we all must wash our hands, keep our distance, and make sure we're doing the right thing while we're operating out there in cyberspace. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Darn IT Podcast with Darn Lee G. If you like our show and want to know some more, like or subscribe or please leave a review. Remember, look both ways before crossing the information superhighway. Stay safe out there. Bye.